Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode number 464. In Costa Rica, couples often refer to their partner as media naranja. <laughs> what does that mean? Lightning struck in an open plane. And we forgot this old so, city's one name. Half. See your breath on window <laughs> Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. Hey everyone, I'm Trav and joining me today is someone who has yet another story to add to her canon of travel experiences and I guess our canon of travel experiences. I mean, yeah, you were here with me. That's true. My wife, constant travel companion and my media naranja, <laughs> the other half of my orange, Heather. I wonder why an orange, like why not the other half of, I don't know, an apple? I... You know, I thought the same thing because there are obviously are oranges here in Costa Rica, but it's not like there are oranges everywhere. Yeah, There's a lot like the of fruit, fruit everywhere. of Argentina. I mean, I would say the fruit of Argentina is probably... Costa Rica. Or sorry, <laughs> Costa Rica. I don't know why I have Argentina on the brain. <laughs> well, we did have really good Argentinian friends here and we're planning on going to Argentina. True, I don't true, think true. the orange is the fruit of Argentina nor Costa Rica. No, I don't believe so, but... The thing that we see here all the time is pipas. Yes, pipa, pipas. pipa, 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 pipa. So we see coconuts. cocoa, coconuts, and of, and especially people selling pipa, which would be the the I guess I, I mean people who know this better could maybe translate for us. But pipa is really just the the coconuts that you get that then you drink the coconut water out of. So specifically, I don't know if pipa refers to specifically the coconut water inside of the coconut, but people mm -hmm. go around saying pipa, pipa, pipa to drink. And our little girl Hattie loves that. So now her nickname given to her by her grandfather, Poppy, is pipa. So cute. So cute. So she's a little pipa. And so when they come up to her and they say pipa, pipa, she actually just says pipa, pipa back to these guys <laughs> selling them coconuts. And they laugh and I don't think they know what to do. Yeah. She's like, does she want one? Does she have yeah. money to buy one? She's only a year old. But um, yeah, so we are here in Costa Rica and we, as promised, for some of you who are paying attention, you're like, okay, wait, they have not had a podcast come out in the last three weeks. What is going on? So as promised, we're going to tell you why we have not had a podcast come out in the last three weeks and also give you some, to answer some of the questions I think a lot of people have around this subject when traveling, because since we recorded our, this is why we're in Costa Rica and this is why we traveled um, during COVID, our first big trip. Since we did that podcast, we've gotten a lot of questions. And now we have a little more experience with the other side of that. Yes, definitely. And I know a lot of people, when they were asking questions, some of the questions were, what is it like being in Costa Rica during COVID? Can you still do things? Are restaurants open? Are there tourist things to do? And the answer to all of that is, Yes. I mean, Costa Rica was shut down for a lot of 2020, but in, I think, November, when they decided to open up for tourism, 
everything opened back up. So it's pretty much life as usual here in Costa Rica as far as, you know, it's much more normal here in Costa Rica than it is in other countries, especially than it is in the U.S. And people are still taking the safety precautions. You have to wear a mask everywhere. But yeah, everything is open. Yes, which... At which obviously some people will say, okay, well, we think this is this is not a good thing, a bad thing. For us, we, we personally think this is a, a decent way to, to live, especially in this country where it's outside and we got to do a lot of stuff. But that doesn't mean that you can't get COVID. Yes, you can still get COVID. There are still COVID cases here. Now, in all of Costa Rica, there's not so many cases. I think there's about right now in... Uh, March, there's about a thousand cases all over Costa Rica a day. So that's not so much. But one, one of, of us <laughs> got COVID here. I got COVID here in Costa Rica. And I have no idea how I got it, who I got it from. You know, the contact tracing. There's just no way to know because, of course, we don't see a lot of other people. We don't hang out with a lot of other people. We spend all of our time outdoors. Even if we're at restaurants, we're eating outdoors. We're wearing our masks, you know, so you can get COVID anywhere. It's not like there's no COVID happening here in Costa Rica, but yes, I contracted COVID while we were here. Trav somehow did not, did not. <laughs> My parents were actually down here as well. Um, so it was Heather and myself and my parents and, and our two kids all hanging out every day, same yes. house, um, same everything. We were doing everything together and this all we, you know, so we'll kind of go into what it was like to, and Heather will especially talk about what it was like to have COVID here, but we'll also talk about how we knew and the steps that we had to take yes. and all that kind of stuff. Because while this is specific to Costa Rica, you know, and we can't speak to what every all the specifics are in every single country it'll also give you a general overview of what it might be like if you were to go travel and to contract covid or honestly if you were to contract covid in your home country um because like most people we obviously having not had it we only were hearing stories secondhand and so now we have a first-hand account and we thought that it would be beneficial for everyone if we shared what that was like especially because it happened in another country and that might be a fear that a lot of people have. And so for us, have you started, well, let's talk about how, why you thought you might have it and and what we had to do to figure out that you did. And then we'll get into kind of the craziness of, of what we had to do and how odd it was that no one else had it. Yeah. So I have to say this, Costa Rica is great with the infrastructure that they have in place. It was very easy to find a doctor, to get tested, all of these things. So I got a headache. I'll start with how I started getting symptoms. I got a headache on a Saturday. We were all out at the beach and I just had a really bad headache. I get headaches a lot, so I thought nothing of it. You know, I took some Tylenol and my headache- It was headache, super hot at the yeah, beach. Really you know, we were hot. out all day, so- that all day. In the sun. So maybe I needed some more water. Again, we're all sharing a water bottle. I'm not everyone on the beach, but me and Trav and Trav's parents, our and family, the kids, our family, we are all sharing water bottles. We're at the beach. I get a headache. I take medicine. The headache kind of goes away. Then that night, 
I go to bed, I feel okay. But during the night, I had a fever and I could tell because I had chills and I was, you know, hot and cold and hot and cold. So when I woke up that morning, I said to Trav, I had a fever during the night. I think I still have a fever. I'm going to isolate, excuse me, I'm going to isolate in our bedroom. You take the kids, you know, and get out of this bedroom and I will basically stay in here and we'll see what happens. And that was Sunday morning. That was Sunday morning. I am glad that Heather said that. I, I kind of thought, okay, you know, it's it's not a big deal. She's probably just not feeling well. You know, again, we didn't know anyone here who had had COVID. Yes. Or, you know, it's not like anyone said, oh, you, a restaurant contact us, like you had been here and, and these people. So we, it's like, okay, this is probably just her being a little tired and, and being a little sick. Although... When you did say I had chills and stuff. Yeah, like, the fever okay. thing, you know, if I hadn't had a fever, I never would have thought I had COVID because I get headaches all the time. But having the fever, I mean, that's like the main symptom of of having COVID. So I was a little worried. But again, yeah, you know, you think you could contract just like a stomach virus or something. Right. There's plenty of others. Like, it's not like yes. other sicknesses have gone away because of COVID. <laughs> right. And so in my mind, I was like, all right, I think she's just a little sick. But you did say like, get out of this bedroom. So we had, we have a three bedroom condo here and the, the one bedroom that Heather and I had been in also has a a bathroom connected to it. So we were able to just shut Heather in that room (laughs) and, and, and like came out here and this was Sunday. And so, and also let's keep in mind that your parents who are in their sixties and in very good health, but in their sixties are down here in Costa Rica visiting us. So I was really concerned. We do not want them to get COVID. I mean, we don't want anyone to get COVID, but we especially don't want them to get COVID just because of their age. So, you know, we were, I wanted to be as cautious as possible. Yeah. So we shut Heather in this room. Now, <laughs> thankfully for Heather, this room has a bunch of windows and like a lot of sun comes in and it, yes. it, lo- it looks, overlooks the little patio we have here too. So, you know, and it's, Anyway, I'm not saying it's a good place to, it's a good thing to be shut in a room, but if you have to be shut in a room, that was a decent room to be shut in. Yeah. So she's shut in and then you have to go get COVID right. tested. So we have to do some research. Now, Trav's mom loves to do research much like Travis does. So there are two peas in a pod. <laughs> their Very plan similar. was to fly home this, this following Thursday after yes. I felt sick. So already Trav's mom, Pam, had done tons of research about where to get her rapid test, her and um, Ralph's rapid test to go home because it is a requirement requirement and it is a little funny because we were all kind of picking fun on her because at that point she had she had tests scheduled at like four different doctors because like one was going to do a rapid one couldn't one was this price one was that price. Yeah, one was cheaper one was more expensive so she had like all these tests scheduled and we were like all right this is a little overkill well thankfully she did know all this information because then heather had to go get tested but obviously we were not going to have you get a rapid test Heth, because the rapid test is I, apparently can be less reliable. So yes. so what I took was a PCR test, and I don't remember exactly what that stands for. I suppose we could look it up. But the PCR test is a more thorough test, and it takes longer to come back from the lab. So it takes at least 24 to 48 hours to get your test results. But it was very easy to- Did you go on Sunday or Monday? I went on Monday. Right, because so, they were closed on Sunday. Yeah, we couldn't get in on Sunday. I'm not sure if we could get in or not, but you know, I was trying to see how I would feel all day Sunday. Right, so I had right. the fever for most of the day. I was a little fatigued. These are the symptoms. I had vertigo. I was really dizzy whenever I stood up. Um, but other than that, that, those were my only symptoms. You could taste. You could smell. I could taste. I could smell. Yep. 
So, so we scheduled for Monday. For Monday at the morning, hospital. we we scheduled. There's a hospital that's about 20 minutes uh, from our condo in Tamarindo. Unfortunately, we had a, a rental car during this time. So on Monday morning, Trav and I went to the doctor, and the doctor came out. He was really nice. He asked me about my symptoms, and then I took the PCR test. He did actually ask too. I forgot about this. He did ask. Do you want a rapid test yes. or a PCR? And we were like, and the, and the rapid is, the rapid here was 50 bucks and the PCR is like 125. And we said, well, I mean, you know, if, if the rapid is good and, and it comes back quicker, obviously, yeah. and it's cheaper, we'll do that. And he's like, well, if you have symptoms, you should probably take a PCR. So just to explain that to people here in Costa Rica, in order to, well, in order to fly back in the US, you have to have a negative test. So, you know, we'd be, my parents are flying back on Thursday. You can, at least right now, have a rapid test and that can count, right? If you get a negative rapid test. So, but he suggested that we do the full on, or you do the full on PCR one, um, which you did. Yeah. And I believe it's the same procedure. You know, they, well, the, okay. the PCR, they swab your mouth and they swab your nose. Okay. So I don't know if they only swab your nose for the rapid. I'm not sure, but you know, it's quick. It's not comfortable, but it's fine. And then, you know, he sent them off to the lab. So my results actually came back pretty quickly. 24 hours this later. This was Monday. Then Tuesday, Trav's parents already had scheduled their rapid test. because One were- of their four they had scheduled, <laughs> but the one they decided to do. Which- um, so their plan was to fly home on Thursday. Well, as they're getting their rapid tests on Tuesday, my results came back positive. So then we were all like, Okay, this is the real deal. I have Heather has COVID. What are we going to do? Because, you know, if we all have to quarantine and at this point, you know, I'm thinking if I have COVID, then everybody in our family has COVID. Because again, sharing water bottles at the beach. We 100% thought, okay, we all have COVID. I I mean, there's there's no way around this. Um, And, you know, my parents had gone and done a rapid test. Had they known that Heather had COVID, they probably would have done the PCR test because what happened then was Heather's result came back positive. They came back from the test. We told them that. They were like, okay, well, we assume that we're positive, but let's wait to get our rapid test results back because they came back again in eight hours. So that night they got their results back and it said negative. So we still assumed, okay. Maybe it's just a a false false negative. negative. Like they probably have it um, because that would be weird that they didn't get it. So then I went to get tested and get a PCR and we said, okay, well, if I come back positive and Heather's positive and theirs are negative, they probably have it. If I come back negative, I guess somehow we all maybe uh, avoided this. and um, Not and, all, well, the three of you. <laughs> yes, all, everyone else other than Heather. And so so that's what we did. So theirs came back negative. We still were like, okay, well, we probably all have it. I had to go get a PCR. So I went and got a PCR on Wednesday. But again, that takes two days to come back. So now we're at Friday. So now Heather has been quarantining in a room since <laughs> Sunday. Mm-hmm. We are in the same apartment as her, but she's just in this room. I'm bringing her in food. Like I'm putting it by the door. Um, you know, she's opening the door, getting it, bringing it in. No, it's really You're tough wor- on the kids, oh, obviously, it, right? because they're used to being with me almost every day. And, you know, we're in the same apartment and they know that I'm in there. And it's just a really unusual situation. It was unusual. You know, we're, 
she's like sanitizing all the plates after she eats and gives them back to me. So we're trying to be as careful as possible, but we're, we're assuming that somehow we're assuming that we're all positive and that my parents and I just don't have symptoms and, and hopefully don't get symptoms. Well, then on Friday, my test comes back negative mm-hmm. and we're like, this is very strange. But at this point, three people have gotten three different tests and have come back negative. So we're assuming that these tests are accurate enough that we are actually negative. And, and so, you have no symptoms. And we, right. And we have no symptoms. We feel fine. So all that is leading us to be like, okay, we're probably negative And somehow we, we didn't get this, my parents and myself. Uh, our kids are not sick or anything like that. So on Friday, we decide that it's probably best for everyone to then go and get another unit because- in this condo unit, we we told the people uh, who own the condo, like, hey, Heather's tested positive because, you know, it's a shared pool and, and all this stuff. So they, you know, Heather's not, a, none of us are supposed to leave the, the condo. Well, yeah, I'm not of. supposed to leave. Right. You guys aren't supposed to use, use the, pool. the pool or the common which, areas. Totally understandable. The condo. And also another thing, which I thought was good, but also extreme, like I since Sunday hadn't left my room other than to go to the doctor. When we told the condo association that I had contracted COVID, I guess Tuesday or Wednesday, Thursday, they came and completely, you know, wearing hazmat suits. It was, it was crazy. And fumigated the pool and common areas, which I had not even been to in like six days. But Hey, that's great because they want to make sure everybody's safe. But it was so funny to see these people in hazmat suits out at the just pool. Just spraying stuff everywhere. And they're like doing a uh, little lap around just our unit. So obviously everyone knew it was us. <laughs> oh my us. word. It was so bizarre being like patient zero in this condo association. Like this is the apartment that has COVID. And, you know, we're, we'll be pretty honest about this. It, I mean, you can speak to this maybe more than me, but... I felt a little weird too. You felt like you had a bit of a scarlet letter on yes. you because if you're at your own house, you know, you're not affecting anyone. No big deal, right? Like other than people who are at your house and, and no one really knows and you just do your thing, you stay inside, you quarantine and that's it. But when you're in a condo and especially because you're on a first floor unit uh, right here next to the pool, everyone knows us because we've been here two months. And now we're getting our unit fumigated from the outside. Like everyone knows something's up. They send yeah. an email out to all the people who are staying at the condo. Like someone has contracted COVID. They're taking precautions. But you you never know. It's a very odd feeling because you don't know if people know. You don't know if they're like looking at you and yes. judging you. It's and- really strange. And it's strange to be in another country. And as Trev said, it made me feel a lot of empathy for people who had to go through the beginning of quarantine in an apartment in a city where you couldn't leave because, you know, at home we live in houses. So we have a yard, whether it's, you know, a pretty small yard. So if I'd quarantined at home, I could have gone outside, been in the yard. Of course it's winter in Philly, so it wouldn't have been as nice as being quarantined. But you could have got some fresh air at least here. But yeah, it was a really unusual experience. Right. And, and so that happened. And so on Friday, when we, we knew we were all three of us negative, my parents, myself and the kids, you know, the kids also weren't allowed to use the pool. They, you know, we weren't supposed to use any common air. So when 
when I came back negative and my parents were negative, we did take them outside to like, we had to go to the grocery store to get something. We, we went to the beach and all, but we were still being very cautious and staying in the apartment most of the time. Yeah. And staying away from other people when right. we went out. And, and, and wearing masks and all, but the kids are going stir crazy. And so we said, okay, well, we need to rent a place. And this is a, a good, pr- like, thankfully we could do this, but we said, let's try to find a place that has its own pool, like a little house somewhere that my parents and the kids and I can go to that has a pool so the kids can be outside. They can play, they can do that and not have to be in the, th- in the apartment. And Heather then can come out of that room and use the rest of this apartment because we wouldn't be here. So on Friday, you know, we, we found out she was positive on Monday. On Friday, we found out I was negative. We left and went for a week to another, um, another not even a unit, a, a, a house, like a little casita um, down the road a bit that had its own pool that the kids could play in and we could be like away from everyone else. Um, also a part of the beach where not that many people were at. So we were really distanced from people. And then Heather had to stay inside of this apartment here that we're in right now, but at least could be in the apartment and not just in one room. But that was also very difficult for you. Yeah. I mean, as far as my experience having COVID, it was fortunate that I had a relatively mild case other than the fever, the chills, the vertigo on Sunday, the following four days, my only symptoms were I was really nauseous and I wasn't that hungry. And some days I would feel fatigued, but I wasn't really doing anything. So the fatigue wasn't really an issue. So I had very uh, mild symptoms, but emotionally and mentally, it was really challenging and just incredibly strange because yeah, as a mom of two small children, It sounds ideal to have a break and be able to binge Netflix, which I haven't been able to do and read as many books as I want. But when you're forced to do it and you can't leave your apartment, it's not the same. And not being able to see and touch and hug your children or your family members, that is a really hard situation. Humans are not meant to do this. So mentally, it was pretty tough for me. Uh, but you know, it was not a super long time. So now looking back, it's, you know, in Costa Rica, I feel like they are doing a really good job with handling COVID in the cases that do occur because the doctor, well, yeah, but the doctor in the hospital, they send your information to the ministry of health. And so when I had my symptoms on Saturday, Sunday, you know, they knew exactly when I had my symptoms, when I got my test and they sent me emails, you know, how many people are in your family? What are their ages? Do they have symptoms and all these things? So I had to give them the information and then they knew exactly when I would be free essentially. So 10 days after my symptoms on Sunday, so it was the following Tuesday, they sent me an email and said, you can resume your normal activities because it has been 10 days since your symptoms started. So, you know, that was nice too. Just to clarify real quick, it's 10 days after your symptoms started, obviously, if you are not still having symptoms. symptoms. Yes. Like if you still have a fever, you're not allowed to go outside. You stopped having symptoms about six days in and you had like four days where you're 
symptom free basically yeah. waiting out this this 10 day period yes which took us to then yeah like you said that tuesday night or evening right and we actually then we waited even until still wednesday like wednesday we're like night yeah until um, that thing came out and even then you you came to that little house that we had rented because at first we thought it was 14 days and that's why yeah. we rent it friday to friday but you came to that house and could be in the pool but we weren't like we were going out to restaurants and going to grocery stores. It was we waited another basically two weeks from when you first got your symptoms to to have you go out amongst anyone else other than just us. Right. And, you know, your parents then had rescheduled their flight for that Saturday right. um, and they were getting their other rapid test because, you know, you have to have one within 78, 72 hours, 72 hours. Yeah. So they needed to get tested again close to their flight. So on Thursday, they were getting retested and they were like, yeah, let's just kind of wait to see Heather <laughs> until we can get retested. So they got their rapid test on Thursday. Again, it was negative, which is yep. great. And so then they were able to fly back to the U.S. on that Saturday. Another thing that is good about Costa Rica, you have to have this special insurance, health insurance when you come to Costa Rica. Right. It's a requirement, you know, because of COVID. So we have it, Trev's parents have it. So they were able to reschedule their flight, which they used miles, so they could have done anyway, but they were able to reschedule their flight. And then hopefully keeping the car longer and renting the other apartment will be covered by the insurance. So they have to figure all of that out. So they haven't gotten the refund yet, yeah. but potentially they should be able to get something back because of the COVID case yeah it's it's special covid insurance and yeah. essentially it says like if you have covid or you have to reschedule stuff because you come in contact with someone with covid um we will pay x amount for your accommodations changing your flight stuff like that so it is like any insurance where you know it's going to be a hassle for them to get that money back you have to prove all this stuff but yes they should get back a decent amount of money for that extra um uh house that we rented and keeping the car rental longer, which is nice. Um, you know, we were kind of like, oh, I can't believe we have to get this extra insurance when we first got it. It's not that expensive, but we figured, you know, this is just silly. And I, I mean, it could end up working out in, in my parents' favor because they're the one making the claim because they're the one who, who paid for the house, the extra house and stuff like that. So yeah, that was our experience with COVID here. And, and as Heather mentioned, you know, physically, all of us, I, I mean, we would say that we made out as well as possible with this experience. Um, you know, if if you had to get it, like you felt sick, but not that sick. Right. None of us got sick. Right. Um, you know, we, we have, we're fortunate enough to have the means to be able to get another place. And um, we came every day and talked I brought the kids over and we talked to Heather through the glass. So like she was in that, <laughs> in the house on the other side of the glass doors that look out to the deck and we'd sit on the deck and, and she'd get to see the kids, you know, sometimes maybe that was harder because then you couldn't actually be with them, but you could see them, but we'd bring food over here and there. So, I mean, we just, we had a very fortunate situation in that we also run our own company and we didn't have to work. And I could, you know, I was on with the kids, even when my parents were here, you know, 24 seven with two kids without right. another and the kids, person, you know, Whit understood that I was sick because we said, you know, mommy's sick. She has COVID. You can't get her germs. And so kids subconsciously, like they knew something was different. So yeah. they, 
when they were with Trav's parents and Trav, and they love Trav's parents, were super close with them, but they only really wanted Trav because it's like, mommy's not here. We know something's strange, you know? So it's extra hard because then they're really clingy with Travis, which usually they're really clingy with me. So Trav got, you know, 10 days firsthand of what mom life is like. <laughs> it's hard. Let me just say it's, it's but, absolutely draining. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's an odd situation and we're really fortunate because my case was mild and in Costa Rica, it's very convenient here, especially in the town of Tamarindo that we are staying in. You have everything that you could possibly need here. So it didn't feel like, oh, we're in this remote village and we right. can't get what we need. And that it is, felt very easy. That is one reason why we decided to come and stay and be in Tamarindo was because you know, COVID as well, but it just the convenience. And obviously then we, everyone now leaving has to get COVID tested. And if you're in some of these remote areas, you might have to drive or go pretty far. Here in Tamarindo, we went to the hospital. It was 25 minutes away the first time. My parents went there because we had a rental car and, and they did, they, at first, they were the only ones doing the rapid test, right? And the rapid test was the cheapest here right. at the hospital, $65. But here in Tamarindo, you can get tested right here yes, in town. Yes, I actually, for my test, walked down to a doctor who was like a five-minute walk away and did a PCR test there. I think now there's actually some places in town who are doing rapid test. Like, places are, are starting to, at least we've seen here, more places are starting to do testing and be able to do the rapid testing. Now, that's going to vary significantly depending on where you are, but I'm guessing most countries, when the U.S. said, and, and, and Canada too and stuff like that, like you have to have these negative tests in order to come back. You know, it takes a little while for the machinery to start running, but then doctors start saying, all right, how can I do this? Right. I know everyone's going to have to get tested. We have a lot of people coming from these countries. So like, let's figure out a way to do this. And they've seemed to... They seem to have acted pretty quickly here um, since that went into effect about a month and a half ago and more doctors are offering it, more doctors are being able to do rapid testing. And so we actually now, um, to put a bow on kind of, our, well, hopefully put a bow on our experience, we don't know what'll happen, but we will be leaving Costa Rica here in just another week and a half. And in order to go home, we have to get negative COVID tests. So anyone over two has to have a negative COVID test. Which so, means Wit will have to have one. Which means Wit, who's three, will have to have one, and I will have to have one. Now, interestingly enough, Heather does not have to have a negative COVID test. You just get a note from the doctor that says that you have had COVID before. Recently. Recently, um, and that you're through the symptoms and all because I, I guess the way it was explained to us was if you were to do a test, it could come back positive because you it have the antibodies It might be negative, but it could be positive. Right, even if, yeah. Even though, you know, you don't have it and you're not contagious anymore. So, yes, I do not have to get tested again. I just have to get the paperwork from the doctor. Wit and Trav will have to get tested. And we've already started prepping Wit. You know, I'm sure a lot of people have questions about this. Oh, we want to travel. But, you know, we have a three-year-old or a six-year-old and they will have to get tested. So we'll let you know how it goes. I'm sure it'll be a little challenging. But it's quick. And like I said, we've read that it's better to explain what's going to happen to wit you know this goes for getting a covid test or even getting shots at the doctor so that he can be prepared and know what's happening so you know yeah, we've, we've mentioned started talking it. about and again with flying home here in Costa Rica, he hasn't been wearing a mask very often because again we're outside most of the time so when we go and, and we're not like 
doing that no, much yeah, other than not, being at the beach or being at right. the pool. So, you know, when we've gone into the grocery store, it's not required for him to have a mask. He doesn't wear a mask every time we go into the grocery store, but because we're flying next week, I've been having him put his mask on and talking about, hey, when we go home, we're going to be on the airplane. You're going to have to wear your mask. So it's good to prep, in my opinion, I think. Um, it's good to prep them for what's happening. And yeah, I think... It'll yeah, be fine. It's not going to be enjoyable for him to get stuff shoved up his nose and he's probably going to not like it and he might, he's probably going to cry. But, you know, it, again, we, we have a friend here who actually just had her five-year-old had to get COVID tested because he was in the hospital and everyone who leaves the hospital here has to get COVID tested before they're let out of the hospital to make sure they haven't contracted it at the hospital. Um, and she said, you know, we had to wrap up, he, you know, he's five or six, no, seven Either way, he's, he's older than Whit. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, he knew what was going on and was like, I don't want this happening. So they had like wrap him up in a blanket and like hold him tight and, you know, and and do that. Um, you know, fingers crossed that our tests come back negative. And if they do, then we will be leaving Costa Rica. If they don't, then we oh. will just do. Yeah. I mean, if they don't, again, we are fortunate and we understand that, that our lifestyle that we've been able to build is one that is flexible. If I did or wit came up positive and we were not able to leave and we had to stay another two weeks here, um, we, we could do that. It wouldn't be ideal, but we could do that and we would do that. Um, so that is one thing that I think I just want people who are travelers or who might travel to consider is... And, and we did consider this when we decided to travel to Costa Rica. Like, what ha what happens or are we comfortable with if something happens? And by that, we thought, okay, either positive COVID tests or like the U.S. shuts down their borders or something happens where we cannot get back when we think we're going to come back. Are we comfortable with the alternative, which would mean staying in the place that you're at and, and quote unquote, maybe getting stranded there? And we made the decision that we were. And, and that did happen. I mean, we, we, well, we were already planning to stay, but we yes. were, but then we, we, my parents, same thing. They were going to leave and they had to stay. We had other friends here, um, mm -hmm. who two of them did test positive as well. And they had to stay an extra week or two. So, you know, that is one thing you want to consider. There's, there is a chance that you will not be able, like if you're someone who only has a certain amount of vacation, you, you know, you have to get back for stuff and you're, you're up tight to that deadline. I would suggest to you not not to travel because there something could happen that's going to force you to stay and if you if you don't have that flexibility um you know there's there's no way you're going to get around that like if you have a positive covid test here they're not going to let you on a plane and they shouldn't let you on a plane so if you do have the flexibility think through it say am I willing to take that chance that I get stranded for a bit somewhere if so and and we were fine with that then that's then maybe you take the the chance to travel. Right. And I know a lot of you are probably wondering and going to ask the question, do you regret coming to Costa Rica? I don't at all. Not at I, all. I don't at all. Not because the here's least. the thing. Obviously, I could have gotten COVID in the U.S. And in fact, I'm surprised that we, I mean, everybody's getting COVID, right? So, so I we just didn't get it in the U.S. And we are very close to getting vaccinations, especially since we've been in Costa Rica, you know, Trav's parents got vaccinated their first dose two days ago, my sister, my brother. So, you know, it's rolling out in the U.S. now. And we knew when we came down here in January, we hopefully thought that vaccinations would be coming soon. You know, we waited 
until January to travel and to take a flight because we wanted to make sure that we were ready and we felt comfortable and it being so long into the pandemic coming to Costa Rica, you know, the infrastructure is here. Getting tested here is easy. The hospitals, like we know more about COVID. So for us, we were ready to come no matter what happened and having been through it now on the other side with one of us having gotten COVID, we managed through it. We were fortunate that it was not a very bad case. And yeah, I'm still happy to be here. And we've had a really good trip. Yeah, 100%. I would agree with everything. And I obviously wasn't the one who contracted it. So I can't speak to, okay, 10 days of isolation. Was it worth it for me? Obviously, Heather Kennan, she has. I would say that for us, definitely, I wouldn't have changed anything. Um, there is nothing that we did here that I feel led us to getting COVID that we would have done differently. Yeah, we're still we, not like going into other people's homes and, you know, like having a party with right tons of people, right. you know, being close. It's still a pretty socially distanced experience here in Costa Rica. Yeah. So... Yeah. So, and, and I, I would agree. Like I wouldn't have done anything. I wouldn't have changed anything. I don't regret coming. In fact, I, I don't want to say I am happy that it happened. Don't get me wrong. That's, that's not what I'm saying. But when we, we recorded the podcast three weeks ago, before you had COVID of why we came to Costa Rica and then mm -hmm. we got COVID, I, I, you know, I wanted to make sure you're okay with it. I did ask you like, is it okay that we record this podcast? Cause I think it's something that being open and honest with you guys as the listeners, would appreciate. And I think it's something that is helpful to talk about of not just, Hey, we came and we felt comfortable coming, but okay, now this happened to us. And yes, we were fortunate that it was a mild case, but are we still fine with coming? And both you and I would agree a hundred percent that we were and that we would do it again. And that we have had an amazing experience here and that getting it here again, we can't speak from experience because we didn't have it in the U S but getting it here felt as safe as you could be and as good an experience as you could possibly have getting it. I think um, for me personally, as one who didn't have it, but had the kids, it was much easier here because we did have a pool. We could keep them occupied. We could keep mm -hmm. them busy. You know, if, if we were stuck inside at home, we would have made it work. But without Heth, like that would have been a really long two weeks to yeah. just stay inside. And so um, it, and it's a, something I don't regret at all. Right. And again, I can't stress enough that the reason we chose Costa Rica is because we know that this country and especially this area of Tamarindo is very established as an expat tourist destination. So we knew that they had good hospitals. Yep. You know, we knew that we would be able to get care if my case had gotten a lot worse. You know, it would have been scary, but I would have known that the hospitals here would be able to help me. Yep. So, you know, I maybe wouldn't have felt the same way in a remote jungle somewhere else in the world, but here, you know, I felt very comfortable that I would be taken care of. Yeah. And for all of you guys who have written in and, and sent us messages at, since our last episode where we talked about why we chose to travel and especially why we chose to come to Costa Rica um, and all that kind of stuff. And a lot of you said, Hey, thank you for that. You know, we're thinking about doing it. We would tell you that just take the same things that we talked about in that episode and this episode, take them into consideration. Think about your situation, your flexibility, what would happen if, if uh, quote unquote, worst case scenario happened and you got stuck here or you got COVID, consider where you're going 
And as Heather mentioned, like we went to a place that we knew was way more established than than maybe some other places that we might have considered before. So take those into consideration. And if you do and you feel comfortable going, then by all means, like we did that ourselves. And um, and now we can say that even though it happened to us and we and Heather got COVID here, that that we are happy that we did it. So um, obviously take it into consideration. But if you feel I don't want to say called to do it, but if you feel comfortable doing it, then go for it. Uh, if you don't feel comfortable doing it, you want to wait till after you get a vaccine. Yeah. I do mean, that. the vaccines for Americans are happening now. So, you know, if I, if we hadn't traveled and we were still in the U S I would definitely wait until I got my vaccine because yeah. I think that's the smart choice. And hopefully you can have it by the summer, which is what, you know, even Biden is saying, maybe by the 4th of July, people can celebrate in a more normal fashion than we have been able to in the past year. So yes, I would advise like now that the vaccines are available, get vaccinated and then yeah. you can feel, cause even just to say this, even after I, now that I have COVID, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. I mean, it's, it would be really rare. You mean you're not going to get COVID, not get the vaccine. No, no, no. Yes. I'm not going to get COVID again. It'd be very rare for that to happen. I'm supposed, supposedly supposed to have the antibodies for at least three, maybe even six months. So I'm like, yeah, I've got, yeah, meanwhile, I'm just I've a, been sit, through on the I'm other a side. sitting duck over here. Um, <laughs> but yes, when we get home, we will sign up and get the vaccination um, as soon as we're able. Yeah. So that's our experience. We wanted to to tell you guys that. We wanted to tell you why we hadn't done a podcast over the last three weeks. I mean, I guess Heather and I could have uh, Skyped through the glass <laughs> and done a podcast. That would have been the first time that we... Um, yeah, but we, we felt like at that point, we were our whole mission was to take care of the family. Obviously, Heather taking, herself, taking care of herself, um, getting herself healthy plus binging Netflix and, and reading a lot of books, mm. uh, which was great, as you said, for the first four days and got old after that, but also getting, make sure the kids were okay and then coming out on the other side of this and then processing it as well and thinking about how we wanted to present this. And we, like we said, we wanted to be open and honest with everyone and share our experience because it is something that it's one thing to say, here's what what we think in theory. And it's another thing to now say, here's what we know firsthand. And so uh, we want to give you that experience of what it was like here in Costa Rica. And, uh, you know, maybe take some of the general stuff we talked about and paint that onto, you know, travel in general, but specifically in Costa Rica, we know what it's like. And especially in Tamarindo, that is more established of an area. Um, it, it was a pretty smooth process all told. So another story uh, in yeah. our, as we said, in our travel canyon, canon, another experience, another thing that, you know, could have happened anywhere in the world, but did happen here in Costa Rica and another memory that we will have, um, from, from traveling and, and from our life, um, and experiences of, of travel and one that probably the kids won't remember, but us and the adults certainly will forever. Yeah. So thank you guys for all the support and everything as always. Also, thank you for all the messages. Um, regarding traveling during COVID and the questions that has led us to say we want to talk about this and, and give you as much information as we possibly can from our experiences, um, which we did today during this podcast. So we really appreciate it. We really um, appreciate you guys staying as listeners, um, hanging out and holding out throughout the hiatus <laughs> of the last couple of weeks. And we're back to regularly scheduled programming now at the EPOP Pop. So it's EPOP Pod. That's a tongue twister. So thank you guys. We really appreciate it. And until next time, happy free travels. Mm -hmm.
lightning struck in an open plain And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way through On my way through I saw you And I'll see you again Someday